Mike, I don't know that you remember, but we used to, I just remember when I was playing Nintendo in my early years, there were cheat codes. What do you mean your early years? This was last week. This was last week. (laughs) But when cheat codes first came out, there was like a book. And in the book, it gave you the highlights of this week's game. Here are the cheat codes. Here are things that you can do to to go into, you know, a, a, it opens up a secret portal, or you're able to have extended lives, or you're able to you're able to do all of these cool things. I remember that when that book came out, and I was so excited for that book. I'm excited for our guest today because I went on LinkedIn to take a look at our guest, and our guest. We we have so many shared connections, and I go through my shared connections, and I see my shared connections are all these top individuals mm-hmm. that I know in medical sales, and I am struck down just like I was when I first found that book of cheat codes. Today's guest, co-founder of Medical Sales RX, co-founder of OrthoLink, and just came out with a podcast. First episode dropped a few days ago. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, it might be a few weeks ago. That episode is awesome. It is so good. We'll dive into a little bit of that in just a little bit. This week's guest, we welcome Eric Anderson. All right, we're recording. With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to The Selling Podcast. Eric, welcome to The Selling Podcast. Thanks, guys, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Eric, it's a pleasure. And Scott, I first started, wait, you got to do the intro, and we got to make fun of you again. Well, I was trying to do something totally different, so so Eric Eric didn't have to witness <laughs> that. Because, you know, Mike, in their intro, in his podcast, like, talk about cheat codes. Mike, he starts out with this Australian guy giving this introduction, and it is the coolest introduction. It's, and then I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then you hear Eric's voice, and he's, he's introducing his guest. Like, he's figured this out. So you're no, trying I ha- to change. Okay, so let me give you guys a cheat code real quick. I firmly believe that people with an Australian or British accent sound much more intelligent than me. And so that's the only reason why I did it. <laughs> it was so good, though. Like, I listened to that. I was like, wait, I love where this is going. I already love it right from the get-go. It was good. And the podcast episode, Eric, it was great. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, my, my guest, Eric Skoloff, is fantastic. I, I've, uh, I've been communicating with him for a while, and he has some really cool things, you know, talking about his career and his passion for uh, what he's doing and mentoring people in medical sales and uh, all types of sales. Cause you know, obviously we all started out and some, most of us did not start out in medical sales. And so it's kind of, uh, yeah, but thank you very much. The podcast was, it's fun. Um, looking forward to uh, doing some more episodes moving forward. Well, and not, and not to give too much of it away, but as I was listening to it, um, your guest, Eric was talking about how he got started and it was it was he mentioned that there are certain ways that people get started in medical sales and I was chuckling because I was laughing just because I I understood exactly what he was talking about and I followed right along so go ahead check out his podcast it is really good can't wait for the next episode to drop it'll be great thank you but you've been a guest on a lot of other podcasts too because that's where I first heard you and I thought ah this is awesome we need to get him on because he seems to have the same kind of philosophy and the same thought process that Scott and I share I thought 
why not? Let's bring somebody else on that agrees with us and make us look even better. So, (laughs) (laughs) so we appreciate it. So Eric, give us a little bit of background. How, what is your history? What's the track record and what led you to founding the companies or co-founding the companies and starting the podcast? Sure. Yeah. I, I won't go back to the early, early days because this will be a long, 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 long session if we do that. <laughs> but uh, I started out in medical sales after uh, a career in uh, computer sales uh, slash um, dental HMO sales. That would, you know, I don't even think that's a product anymore. Um, and then got into, <laughs> into medical sales, which is OR based sales, where I was uh, in the operating room. Uh, much of, I still do that up to this up to today, um, but so uh, it was in several medical companies. One, you know, Synthes being a J and J company now. Mm-hmm. It's funny as you start naming all these medical companies, they're now something totally different in another company because <laughs> the name of the game is acquisition. And so I, I, I will say a name of a company, and people go, oh, I don't know. So, um, yeah, but spent time in the field, um, several years in the field in medical sales, uh, moved into some management roles with, with Smith and nephew, uh, and, and Zimmer Biomet, which was Zimmer at that point in time. Now it's Zimmer Biomet, uh, and, uh, some executive roles made the decision at some point in time. in those, uh, with some of those positions that I decided, you know what, I really want to do my own thing and start my own company. I want to start my own uh, medical device representation representation of marketing company and uh so i uh, did that and did that about oh gosh almost four years ago now and uh have been doing that since and so we are in the state of florida uh in out of the jacksonville florida area and uh it's been a, it's been a whirlwind and at the same time of doing that i uh reunited with a good friend of mine matthew ray scott and he uh, owns Feed the Agency as well as um, some other, lots of different entrepreneurial things that he's doing. So he came to me and he, we sat down and we said, hey, can we create a platform that's about medical sales and helping others in medical sales uh, become the best they can be? And so we did that and that's called Medical Sales Rx and that launched last year and uh, I'm knocking on wood right now. It's been a lot of fun, very, very um, successful, and we've had lots of students on our platform, and so we're looking to do some things in the future with the platform as it is, but uh, that's kind of my, that's my, my history up to this point in time. So I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes below, medical RX, medicalsalesrx.com. Correct. Yep. With that, I, when I was on the website taking a look at it, there's multiple things that you do there multiple offerings do you want to walk through some of the offerings why somebody would would come to you and take a look on the website and sign up yeah so it's it and this really started covid really accelerated this but i we had several people come matthew ray scott had started a, a medical sales rx course uh, an individual course, and and then he and I, I, I came to him and said, "Hey, let's build a platform for for the masses." And so, essentially, what it is is a platform of several different courses uh, in within medical sales. I mean, we 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 focus on not only anatomy and and all kinds of different courses that you can take that will allow you 
to learn about medical sales, whether it's anatomy sales portion of it. But we also put some course tracks on there that are very essential right now. And one of those is, you know, how to increase consultations with busy surgeons through personalized video. And we are of the belief that personalized video is how sales is going to not change into personalized, not change into videos that you send all the time. There's no person to person selling anymore. The exact opposite. Everybody's in front of people and that's what they want to be. But COVID really accelerated this thought process for us that what if we can connect and get people to like and trust us through personalized video? And that's not selling somebody something. That could be, hey, Dr. Scratch and Sniff, I saw that you opened a new office in Peoria on Tuesday. Hey, congratulations. That's going to be awesome because my mom lives there. So, and that video goes out. And a lot of people would say, boy, that's just not for me. I don't think I want to send a video to it. But everybody does now things with their with their with their phone where they take a picture and they send it to somebody or they do something of that nature and so the course that we're with within medical sales rx that we the personalized video really has taken off and people are really excited about it they they talk you know we talk at length about how the different videos that can be sent and what you're doing and all you're doing is you're creating you know trust between your potential customer or your current customer and yourself and we were started doing this before COVID, but COVID really accelerated why this is so important. Because what's happened in medical sales is they, during COVID, of course, people weren't meeting people. And all of a sudden, people then started saying, well, wait a minute, maybe I don't have to have, you know, 11 sales reps in the, in the lobby waiting to see me <laughs> at lunchtime. And then the doctor's like, oh, you know, this is kind of cool. I can get a lot more stuff done without having to see all these people. So it stopped in a lot of different offices. And so people are like, how do you make contact? And pure luck, we were already exploring that avenue. And so here it is. So it, the, the medicalsalesrx.com platform is a platform that has several different options and several different uh, offerings for those who are in medical sales or looking to get into medical sales. That's great. So how did you get into medical sales? What what prompted that transition from selling <laughs> Scott his Xbox and computers into medical yeah. sales? So this is an interesting story. I, um, again, another long one, but um, I uh, have always been on, entrepreneurial and I also have a very hard head. So I, uh, it's a great combination. I was, in, I, was, I was, yeah, I was extremely successful in computer sales and, and then left that and went into this dental HMO setting and, uh, decided one day after I'm, 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 I'm shaking my head and rolling my eyes. Cause after one day I decided well, one day out in California, when I was in Sonoma County, I decided, you know what? I'm going to open a wine bar. That's it. That's what I'm doing. Wait, after one day well, of I dental HMO say it was sales? several days of having too much fun. And um and so I said, Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna open a wine bar. So I said to my soon to be wife, we were fiancés fiance at that point in time, I said, Hey, we're gonna open a wine bar. And she's like, Okay, sounds good, let's do it. So we opened a wine bar and uh worked ninety hours a week and I think I made eleven dollars a week. I, I that was on the high side. And um I went, What am I doing? And at pure circumstance, my future manager walked in the door and was spent time and you know, sitting there 
at the wine bar, I probably listening to my uh, woe's me's, and uh, he said, "Hey, would you ever have you ever thought about jumping back into medical sales or medical sales?" I was like, "Yeah, no, not really. I'm gonna I'm gonna franchise this wine bar thing, and we're gonna have a hundred locations. Come on!" And uh, so <laughs> it, that didn't happen. And actually, then I just looked in the mirror one day and said, "Okay, let's go back and do it." So. Uh, I jumped in. That's how I got into medical sales. And that's really how it all happened. It was just networking and um, networking and, and deciding that I could make considerably better money in medical sales than owning a very small wine bar. So that's 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 the uh, that's the history of how it all became. But you gave up the franchise opportunity. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like every once in a while. So this was like 20 something years ago. Every once in a while I say to my wife, I go, you know, it's still a good idea. We, we could do this. <laughs> <laughs> we could always go yeah, back. Exactly. It's kind of a running joke. That's awesome. When you take a look at the the basics of your education of, you know, when we take a look at Medical Sales RX, when we take a look at the basics here, are we seeing a process formed or are we seeing we're teaching the art of it? Mike and I keep going back whether sales is an art or whether it's a science. I think it's a science. I think it can be taught. I think it can be I think you can develop a process. Mike, I have no idea why, why he even thinks that, it, that it's anything other than that. He's, he's wrong. And so if you could just agree with me and just let's, just let's just point out that it's just a science. It's a repeatable process, and we can teach anybody. Well, here we go. I'm going to do the politician. I agree with both of you. Um, but which one do you agree more with? Well, you'll have to listen and see. Um, no, so I, I, I 100% believe there is a process that's involved. I, I do believe that, that there is a process, but not everybody can be taught the process that is an art. How about that? And uh, I, I, yeah, see, so now you're both going, wait a minute. No, I, no, I, no, I think makes sense. you're one of those people who doesn't have a favorite child. Like, I know which one's my favorite <laughs> yeah. child, and I tell all the rest of them. It's so funny that, because my, my daughter the other day said, well, who's your favorite child? I said, well, all of you. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so I, uh, I, I believe there's a process in, in place, and I think that the, some of the best. So let's go back to some of the best sales organizations on the face of the planet, you know, where we all went and got field sales representatives from. Mm-hmm. You know, the Gallows and all these, these different companies. I mean, we talked about the Black and Deckers and all these companies who have very regimented sales processes. And, Xerox. And, mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're the best of the best, and there's a reason why. Now, I believe that you have to have the aptitude and be able to have the, you know, you, ha- you have to have the personality slash, you know, it's, it's inherent in you to have the art of sales and be able to do that. And so kind of, you know, again, I'm doing the politician answer here, but I really do believe that they have, you know, if an individual doesn't have the, both of those traits, um, it's just, it just, because I, you know, I, I, I know salespeople who are, are very successful that follow zero process. I, you know, they just do it and they wing it and they're, and they're not, but in the end, are they really winging it? That's what I always say. I'm like, I've had people that I managed and I go, this guy or lady just doesn't want to do what we're doing. They're not on our page (laughs) at at all. Well, they're number one every quarter. So what, what am I, what am I doing? Is it their environment? Is it that, no, you know, they understand or they embrace the art that they've been, you know, or inherent in them. So that's my long answer for I, I agree with both of you. So, I, so so with you being teaching a class, I mean, like one of your base concepts is 
we can teach people how to do this. Yeah, but Scott, I was so, listening to a podcast, a group of uh, Top Gun instructors, and they asked this question to a panel. Would you rather have somebody with really solid stick and rudder skills, but zero personal skills? Somebody that you don't want in the ready room? And every one of them said, no, I want the man with the personal skills in the ready room that people are willing to follow. Because, and I'll quote them, and I thought it was a perfect saying, you can't polish a turd. Yeah. But Mike, would you rather go to a surgeon who's amazing with horrible bedside? Or would you rather go to one who has great bedside and just a so-so surgeon? Like, I would rather take the horrible... Bend to both. <laughs> and, I've, and I've sold the... Well, here's my left I've hand, here's my right hand. Too. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, it, it is interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, I mean, yes, you do need to have both. I'm just always fascinated. When you, when you look at process, Eric, what do you typically... Like, what's, what's the core process that, that you teach without giving away too many secrets? Um, without, yeah, without too much of your secret sauce. Or you can give, or you can give away all the secret sauce. That's fine. And we'll <laughs> still drive people to your site. No, in, 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 especially in medical sales, in order to have your customer truly be able to trust you, you have to have a knowledge base that is extremely wide and as well as accurate. You know, I, you, you know, you, you can't in medical sales, just wing it with somebody and go, yeah, well that that screw is 3.2 millimeters and you don't really know because eventually you'll be found out. So part of the process is in order to have a, a customer know, like, and trust you is to be able to provide value. And with that part of that process, your knowledge base. And so I think that, and that, and that spreads through all sales. I mean, I, I believe if you're, if you're not, you know, and it, part of your process is, is product training, um, and again, that's not the sales part, but it's, I think is the basis for understanding exactly, you know, when somebody asks you a question, you're going to be able to answer and have the knowledge. And if not, obviously we, as we all say, go back and figure out the answer and get back to them. But, you know, also part of the process is analyzing your customer and analyzing who they are, where they come from. I, you know, I, I am dumbfounded and I always talk about this in sale in our, in medical sales processes. When you engage with a busy surgeon customer and you and they walk in the door and they go, oh, hey, so where did you do your residency? Like, are you making small talk or because you sound like an idiot? Why not know that walking in the door and go, hey, when you were at NYU, did you know doctor this one or this one? You know, that's a way to build trust, know, like, and trust is to know everything about your customer before you walk in the door. And man, I, I can't tell you how many times I, I hear salespeople that do that and I go, well... It's going to make it easy for us to connect with this customer because the com competition hasn't. <laughs> um, and so I, I think that that's a big part of the, uh, part of the process in, in the medical sales. And I, obviously, I think in other verticals of sales, it is as well. But, you know, that's one of the key components. Um, and also, I think part of the, a part of the process is, is, is once starting out with a customer and, you know, bringing them through the life cycle of sales or the whole, you know, all the steps. Um, medical sales is very different because there isn't the, well, there isn't some verticals of medical sales, but the, the, the close and then I don't talk to you anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it is a relationship based, you know, progress. They start using your product and they're going to repeatedly use your product. So you have to keep that, you know, customer service level at a very, very high level. So that's different than some other, but so, you know, the back end of the process is, you know, customer service 
and a verified process as far as you know what you're going to provide, how you're going to provide it, and the, the level of that customer service stays at extreme. Which is one of the reasons that I got into medical sales because I, well, I love helping people, love the medical side, wasn't smart enough to become a surgeon. And so when I took the, the approach of, of medical sales, just which, what you said, I loved the building the relationships. And I wanted to be paid off of maintaining a relationship. I thought that was the, just the most fascinating concept that I could get paid just by holding on to a relationship and keeping, keep pushing what, we're, what we've already been talking about. So the residuals in medical sales are great. You know, when you're able to keep, keep yeah. holding a relationship, keep expanding on product offerings, it, uh, it works out very nicely. I loved it. But the challenge that I see in that, is, Scott, is not only maintaining the relationships, it's also maintaining uh, being up to date on everything. It, it's maintaining current status. It's, it's driving additional value to the customer because the doctor doesn't go to work or the, the, the engineer or whoever you're calling on doesn't go to work to make friends. They're there to do a job, right? And so you have to bring something of value to them every time you go in to see them. I go to work to make friends. Eric, how, how have you found that? You don't go to work to make friends? <laughs> and that, I haven't been to work. And that's I why I left my you. office. And the, a... <laughs> and the... <laughs> oh, very good. So, Eric, what do you see? How do you see it happening? Because you're right. You have to develop that relationship and you want to have an ongoing relationship. But if you're not bringing the right kind of value to the customer, then that relationship is kind of going to evaporate, isn't it? Very much so. And uh, you kind of teed me up as to why part of what we do at Medical Sales RX is teach about the personalized videos. And, and um, you know, personalized video can be sent over several different platforms. You can mm -hmm. send it a text message if you're that close to the customer or um, through LinkedIn. And, you know, if you're not on LinkedIn listening to this podcast, I I think you're from Mars. I, I don't know why you're not. I mean, you're literally, it's a free platform where your customers are not looking to see what kind of dance you've mastered, like TikTok or Instagram, where just pictures what of you had guys. for breakfast. Right, exactly. They're there for, you know, knowledge and or they are, you know, they are looking for information on what they do and they're looking to their colleagues. So being on LinkedIn, Oh, by the way, it's free. <laughs> I, I still like, I, I, when I talk to people and they're like, no, no, I don't do that. Whatever. I'm like, it's, I like, it's free. You don't have to spend any money. It's not going to be free for long. I, I, well, there's other different levels. Anyway, a whole other thing about LinkedIn, but they are going to char. It's going to become much more expensive to do business on LinkedIn. It's just a matter of time when they do it. Um, but anyway, back to personalized videos, but that's how you maintain that relationship. Michael, you were just, you were just saying, because you're, if you're able to say, Hey, I just have found this white paper on, you know, the, the effects of this on for your patients. I think this would be a benefit to your patients. Take a look at it. Let me know what you think. And you're able to send that in a 20 second or 30 second video and then attach that paper. I can't tell you how many surgeons go. This is fantastic. Now I have the information. They won't tell you, but in their mind, you know, I've had them tell me now, you know, they, in their mind, they're like, oh, this is great. This is the kind of value I want. I don't want mm -hmm. you to come in and feed my whole staff and then stand there in the corner and berate me with product features. I, I, don't, I don't have time for that, and I don't want that. And so that's where I think you're able to do it. it and that's, you know, that's changed in the last 10 years. Before, we had to 
make an appointment with Gloria the gatekeeper and make sure that we were able to get in the door and sit down and sit in front of the surgeon when they were, you know, not really listening to you. You, you know the drill. Yeah. And uh, very hard to get their attention. And I can't think of a single industry that doesn't have a pretty strong representation on LinkedIn. And so this isn't just for the medical community. This is for everybody. Sending sure. that sending that video message, I think, is critical. And it's so easy to do in LinkedIn. Yeah, it's I, it's a no-brainer. But I, I tell you guys, I run into people a lot who say, yeah, I'm kind of on LinkedIn, but I, I got my resume together and I got it out there. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's it's completely different now. It's it's a platform where people engage each other and talk to each other and, and learn from each other. And it's not, you know, how many uh, how many pancakes you eat for breakfast, like Mike was alluding to. One of the challenges that I had, though, with the video messaging was I was I felt like I was spending too much time on the video messaging and I needed to get out. Like I just had this desire to get out and see people. And when I was creating my video messaging, I was doing personalized messages. Then I was even doing it to the extent where I would have a backdrop of, this wasn't for the medical side, but I would have a backdrop of their actual building where they worked. And I, on a green screen, I put that in the back. I just, it was a quick drop in um, with some, with some photo editing. And so then I would be there, I would, I would call him by name and whatnot. Um, I felt like I was taking too what? much time. What? Scott, and, how much and, time did you spend on your pirate costume? I, I don't know why we would. Well, and see, and, well, and that's the, and that's the <laughs> thing is when I look at how much time it would take me to drive to their physical location, as you mentioned, Eric, to go through glory, the gatekeeper to then set up a meeting, which was like two or three different times to be able to get a face-to-face meeting with whomever I was looking for. Yeah, I mean, maybe I spent, after making sure that I did the recording perfectly, just because I would that's how I wanted to do it, and realizing that it didn't need to be perfect, that's later on. But at the beginning, making sure that it's perfect, I probably spent 15, 20 minutes, maybe even 30, on a really good video, personalized message. And I was thinking this was the biggest waste of time. And I really wish I would continue doing it because as soon as I said it's a waste of time, I started driving then to different locations. And I would spend an hour driving this way. I'd spend an hour driving back home, you know, and get the, out of, you know, eight hours, I would maybe make, you know, 10, 10 visits. Well, time, it makes so much more sense just doing these video, video messages. Yeah. And so, when I first started doing it, Scott, I'll tell you, I was the same exact way. I was like, and it, retake, 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 retake. Well, they don't. Then I kind of sat down and I said to myself, okay, when I go in and do a presentation to a surgeon or a cu- potential customer, do I mess up sometimes and do I screw up sometimes in the presentation? Sure, absolutely. It's just not be. Oh, I always say retake and just start right from the get. Right, right. <laughs> they love the that. They then, then then they know they're going to get the whole thing all over again. They love that. Uh, the doctor says I have plenty of time for this. Just you, yeah, let, let's just start from yeah, the get go. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, I so once once you and you, it's kind of a mindset shift. Like it doesn't matter if it's perfect in the video. All that it, and, and in fact, they're really not watching the whole video. They're really only absorbing a small percentage of it. It's kind of like. When you watch a, a sporting event, you're you're looking at other things, you're doing other things. There, but but when they hear, well, this could be the best thing for your patients, they go, and they and they pay attention. And so, sending a video like that is just, I, I just tell, hey man, just just 
just hit record, do it, and send it. You know, and I, and I, I, I don't even, I don't even anymore. I don't even look at them anymore. I just do it and I send it, just like I would meet them in the hallway. It, it that's how I do it, mm-hmm. and and <laughs> and it seems to people say, oh yeah, well I got you know you. I'll be at a conference. I'll walk through a hallway to conference, and I'll go. I'll get a. Oh hey, you're the guy who sent me. You know that's that's what I get, and that's because it's you know I just, I just want to create top of mind awareness. You know, I run into a lot of uh, pushback when I talk about video messages to doctors because people are afraid to get in front of the camera. I said, yep. why? Are you expecting to get better looking? And when you see them in person, then it's going to be a shock to them? Right. Send right. the video. Just send the video. Yeah. 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 And, and I, Because they can't see my big, long ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm, it's funny. You know, a lot of people starting out will do that. They'll, like, you know, do the whole... I have to look perfect and I have to do this and I don't do, you know, you don't look perfect. If you catch him, you know, walking through the hallway of the hospital, you don't, you, yeah. know, you were just outside and it was, you know, raining on you or, you know, snowing the, or whatever. It's the message, not the messenger. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Eric, any other tips or tricks that you're willing to share? Yeah. I mean, I, again, I, you know, kind of, I, I'm, I'm tripling down on the personalized video. I just would, you know, once you learn to create top of mind awareness with different avenues and different genres, whatever that may be, I don't know, you know, whether it's, um, you know, the video and, and following it up with a handwritten note. See, I, I've got this dichotomy that I go through with because I come from the world of handwritten notes. Mm-hmm. And then I also am in the world of video. So I get people who kind of look at me funny. Like, I don't, I can't figure <laughs> you out, which is perfect. Um, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who does the handwritten note and I've always have been, and I do it as a follow-up for a good, and, and it gets, it gets, again, I want to, I want to stand out in the sea of sameness. And that's my plan. That's how I do that. So anyway, so you, follow, you can that's a, stand That's out. an in-person visit. You follow up with a handwritten note. I do. Yep. That's awesome. Time. Yep. Yep. And, and, and do you, and you do mail it to them or just drop it uh, off? See, so I, so when I'm going through my busy day, that's usually the first thing that I kick off. Is like, oh, okay, I'll do yeah. this tomorrow, and it just never. Uh, gets done. So I mail it, and I purposely mail it with their name on the front. Do I think they get it half the time? I hope so. You know, I I do know when I I get I get the old, you know, I haven't gotten a thank you note from somebody in years. I get that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know at this point in time, I think that, you know, I do the mail instead of the drop because I don't, I think I'm a big proponent of trying not to waste time. And I almost wonder if I do the, the drop off, um, if it goes, thank you very much. And right into the circular file, much as I don't mm-hmm. want that to happen. It's a crap shoot. Cause you yeah. never know who's going to, who's going to see it first and who's screening yeah. the the letters and might get tossed in with all the condo sales. Right. Exactly. Eric, when I was looking at you on LinkedIn, I was just impressed with how many mutual connections that we had. And it's not, you know, when you look through and you see mutual connections, you're just like, okay, yeah, cool. I, you know, I know those people. This was, I was looking through our mutual connections and I was like, Oh, I really like those people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, so, so seeing that, like you're connected to some of the top performers that I know and that being the case, something that you are doing, something that you're sharing is hitting hard. And after listening to that first podcast, like I'm excited to hear the next one. Even though I'm not in medical sales, I was. Even though I'm not now, there were certain takeaways. And you know, the takeaways, we've discussed one of them today, which was, hey, knowing 
more about the overall industry than just your product. You know, being that that reservoir of information, like that's that's crucial. And so I love I love these little cheat codes that you continue to offer. Um, definitely go check them out. Uh, MedicalSalesRx.com. Take a look at the podcast. Um, read his book that's probably going to be coming out within the next two years. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I, I thank you. Do I give you I three pre- years for the book? Like, when's the Scott, book coming I, out? I appreciate that. And I'll, have to get, I'll I'll make sure to finish that up. So I'll be hard at work this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm wondering where can we visit the wine bar? That's the biggest yeah, question I've gotten. <laughs> it, Mike, it's going to be huge. It, it's coming. It's going to a town near you. It's going to be huge. Awesome. Uh, Mike, I'm actually working as a broker for Eric. I'll go ahead and sell you a franchise. Yeah. I can get you set up on a franchise right now um, if, if you want. Yeah, early deal. You just tell me how much you're willing to put down. Yeah. You, yeah. Got, you guys would be trailblazers totally you in, your, in your part of the world. I'll cover the week's first $11. That's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've already gotten a raise. Good. <laughs> Eric, you're great. We really appreciate you joining this week's episode of the Selling Podcast. Thank you so much with everything that you have going on. It's a delight. Yeah, you. thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Love what you're doing. And uh, thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, guys.